Vincent gets him out now, and here he comes. Denon Kingley gets up the rail. Golden 60, they roar for their hometown hero. He's a length clear over Salios, running on Mother Earth. It's Golden 60, the locals can't beat him. The internationals can't beat him. This is his house, Fortress Golden 60. 50 metres to go, two lengths in front. I'm Thunderstruck, needing to get there. Alligator blood tiring. I'm Thunderstruck over the top, rumbling. Tries hard, Blanford Lad can't win. Sorta boy for back-to-back Gallywoods. He's looking all right for mine. Sorta boy, one and a half, two legs. Sorta boy, you bloody beauty. Zaki joined by Animo, who looks destiny in the face at the 150. Animo takes the lead from Zaki. Alligator blood on Thunderstruck, but it's Animo clear. I Thunderstruck late. Animo holding on. Animo this time for the big A. Wicks down the middle, Kings will dream at the 100, it's getting desperate, now Wicks is storming home, Wicks over the top, Ice is too good, but can't beat her. G'day punters and welcome to another Racing Previews podcast. I think it's the final group one of the season this week there at Eagle Farm in the Tatsiara. Also very excited to be back at Caulfield, back at the Heath. It's been a while, but the track's been renovated. They've also got the inner track going on, but we're on the main course. Nine of the best, soft five currently. Nick McGalter, good to have you back on this week. How you been, mate? Yeah, good boys. I'm happy to be back. I was... Contemplating coming back next week, but um, <laughs> I thought Caulfield's back. I'm back. Punters are probably missing me. Bot, Bot's birthday, so his birthday presents is going to be copping it from me. So. Um, yeah, no, I'm back, I suppose. All right, so we're one minute in, and Will, you're going to be copping it from Nick. Not sure how and which way. Happy that. birthday, mate. Right? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> how's so how's the day been, and uh, how young are you? Uh, 19 now, and I don't know, I didn't do much today, I just, it's been a quiet one. I had no brew for dinner? Dessert? Lunch? What? Do you get a no brew for lunch or dinner or oh, going after no this or? <laughs> no, not Mrs. Going Bot no didn't take anywhere? Senior Mrs. Bot didn't? No presents? No, well, yeah, we just had family and um, Mrs. Bot came over, so... <laughs> Yeah, she did. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mrs. Bot Senior that's listening. How are you? <laughs> Mrs. Bot Senior. Oh, yeah, that was good. Good having to kick, having to kick your girlfriends out before you record the podcast. Yeah, she just left like 15 minutes ago. So yeah, she had to go. <laughs> she had to go or she was told to go. There's a difference. Don't get <laughs> marching, marching orders. 
That's great. She's got school tomorrow, so. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Well, no one's going to ask me how I am, but I've had... <laughs> yeah, how, how are, are you, Benny? Benny? What's, what's happening with you? I've had a shit week, boys. I'm pushing <laughs> shit uphill. Um, <laughs> That's I've actually had my, shit. I've actually had my bank account hacked. Um, through my sports bet so I don't know what they were thinking but apparently I contact sports bet and they said yeah they've deposited money into your account they've had a couple bets they probably could have if they've hacked my account then they possibly could have withdrawn and got their money to them somehow but yeah I've been done dirty um, they had a they had a four figure bet a large bet on a horse named Orbison at Eagle Farm oh I know that horse it's a squib. It's promised the world and delivered. Wasn't it Ipswich? An, Ipswich, sorry, at Ipswich. Promised the world and delivered an atlas. So I would never put that sort of money on it. Five bucks got done, and then they put um, like three or four hundred dollars on good and proper to place at Flemington. So terrible week for me. I've, <laughs> I'm down a large amount, and I haven't even bet it. But anyway, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully get it back soon. Bit of a setback. It is. Anyway, moving on. Caulfield races. Don't know how long it's been since we've raced there, but uh, fresh green. Two hundred and twenty days or something. Two hundred and twenty days. So you do the math. It's uh, best part of a couple. It's been months. seven months or eight seven months, months or half a year. Yeah. Too Track long. Track is really? currently a soft five. How do we think that will play, Caulfield? You well, I've got no a, idea. Well, thanks, Bot. Well, it's a new track fucking name, you know. Fucking Einstein. <laughs> well, it's just regular Caulfield, so just treat it like regular Caulfield. And if it's not like regular Caulfield, then switch it up a bit, I guess. But Switch it up a know. bit. Yeah. Wynn played a bit of Havoc last week at Flemington. It's said to be a northerly Did again. It? Yeah. Mm. Bot doesn't believe in wind. You backed, Mon- <laughs> yeah. you backed Monarch of Egypt with me. It was... Did that it lose because of the wind? I reckon it was wind-related for sure. Yeah, pushing into two, the two lots of wind for that horse. Wind in its face and no wind in its throat because it's <laughs> fucking because it's no good. Doesn't want to breathe properly. Doesn't want to breathe air. If King Magnus had a fucking oh. anyway. anyway, but we're starting race four, are we? Benchmark seventy-eight over the mile. I'll uh, declare my hand now. I haven't done a whole lot of form, but. Uh, I'll pitch him where that's I can. I'm and for. Might, might talk about the international races. Exactly. That's what Bot's for. On his birthday, he's doing form. Sir yeah, Atlas. That's what I did. Speaking of delivering the world, Pot, about time you delivered the world to the punters here. <laughs> <laughs> Number 16, drawn 16, is $4.40 favourite. Bold Bourbon, $5.50. Wascali, $7.00. Wild Imagination, $8.50. Uh, Marshall Edge, $10.00. Trissette, $10.00. Naboo Star, $12.00. Bot, take it away. Uh, well, this race is tricky because the, the the obvious sort of horse that's the most talented um, is Sir Atlas, who's um, he's drawn widest with Bo Mertens. I think it clearly wants 2,000 metres, but it gets to 1,600 metres here. Uh, at Caulfield, 1,600 metres, it's going to get back. They've, n- they've never shown any sort of intent for it um, to be forward in its races, so... I'd expect that it's um, out the back in a 17 or 16 horse field after scratchings, and um, yeah, the bold bourbon who's in the market as well is I think is a, a weddy, um, and back to 1600 meters from 2000, I'd sort of 
prefer to be around it and wild imagine bring wild imagination brings some um some decent enough form um good sectionals at murray bridge first up behind picago who's a nice enough horse and then um was pushed forward um and and beaten well enough but it was a it was a good good run to to be somewhere near his best um behind tani tradition um last start so maybe third up he can go to his best but the horse i'm interested in being with is wascali who was off a long layoff last start he's had an another layoff since he had a nice trial between runs and the sectionals first up of 523 days were very very strong and um i think he can settle forward with the the gun apprentice on and and he might be pretty hard to beat i think maybe seven dollars fifty the early yeah what pindic yeah that one um yeah other horses like blue cup wouldn't surprise me either back in trip I think he's, his best form in Australia is over 1,600 metres and fresh, so he he could run a race. And the um, the imported horse for called um, Marshall Eagle, uh, negative jockey change probably wants a lot further than 1,600 metres and um, a ne- negative trainer change, sorry, not, not jockey. Um, and, and yeah, the, the time form numbers um, are probably inferior to, inferior to Blue Cups, so... Um, at its place uh, at ten dollars in the market just seems a bit wrong to me. So, Wascali, I thought just off the the map and and all those sorts of things you got to think about when you're betting at Caulfield. Um, I think he deserves to be, if not favourite, in the in the sort of uh, vicinity to being favourite with Sir Atlas. So they should be closer together, and and if not, Wascali should be favourite. So it's a bet. Seven dollars to start off your day. We go to race five at Caulfield. It is over fourteen hundred meters. Hazel Baby's three dollars sixty favorite from Lounge Bar Ruby six dollars. Another Ponzi seven dollars fifty. Lots of Adelaide form coming over this week. Redmond ten dollars. Creon Crusher eleven dollars. Uh, Shack Attack twelve dollars and Castilian fourteen dollars. Yeah, another good race. This race reminds me of. Um Went extra two one couple of weeks with a, a progressive sort of lightly raced Kieran Ma horse with an apprentice on uh, Hazel Baby, who actually came through that race. Um, really good sectionals after being uh, restrained to the back of the field. Um, was good at Geelong, winning on day uh, on winning its maiden. Um, showed it's got tactical versatility. I would have loved to see sixteen hundred meters, but um, fourteen hundred's fine. I think Heffel will have him or her forward from the from the gate. And getting a nice map with, with a bit of cover, and um, I think I think there might be a, a pretty big go for it. The other horse that I, the other, the reason I think it might not get completely smashed is because the other horse in this race I really want to be with is called Shack Attack, who they put the blinkers on for the first time on the Ballarat Synthetic, and it exploded at one by eight, four and a half lengths, running away. Um, the four and a half lengths I think flattered the other horses in behind him because the sectionals. I think he ran a 11-3 after running an 11-5 four to the two, and and the the 11-3 was to the the two to the post. So, uh, was well and truly full of running, and um, I think if he gets across from barrier 12, it's a horse that likes to sit on speed. But um, yeah, with the, the improvement it showed from 1400 meters at, at 1400 meters with the the blinkers on for the first time, I think um, could be a, a progressive horse. It's always had some pretty nice SPs, so. Um, could be a horse of the future that's just gone gotten under the radar because it's um gone around at ballarat synthetic but um 
Yeah, another, another Ponzi is a nice enough horse. So is Lounge Bar Ruby. But I thought that race at Flemington, there were a couple here that I thought the race shape sort of suited, like um, Magnus Spin and, and Lounge Bar Ruby. They were both suited by the pace collapse and sort of benefited by that. I think that was their peak run for their preparation and I'd be pretty happy to to be around them. There's the, the, uh, the New Zealand horse um, coming off a, a win at Wingatui. Um, it's well enough exposed and I don't think it's that good to be honest. Um, I think it's just in the market because it's a bit of an unknown, it's a different form. But um, yeah, I was pretty happy to be against it. Uh, um, so yeah, just in its first run in Australia. So Hazel Baby, I've got two to one, three dollars, and Shack Attack, I've got the next, the next um, sort of line embedding at eight dollars sixty. So I think the favourite is clear on top, and I think it'll be bet um, throughout the throughout the week. Not not so much as extra two, but it sort of reminds me of it. I, I sort of get the the feel that it might get heavily backed and um but yeah if 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 Shack- I think Shackadak might be kept pretty safe too. Love it mate. Um yeah I obviously I haven't done too much in terms of form but if I was gonna have one bet this week at Caulfield it probably would be this favourite in this race number eight, Hazel Baby. Just has the perfect platform here to go on, improve and win. Love that form behind extra two claiming under the minimum um, Carleen takes two off she's absolutely flying um, and track conditions won't matter one bit with this horse at all gets a nice map from barrier five looks very very hard to beat let's go on to race seven it's 1100 meter fillies and mares race over uh, it's a 84 bots betting in the fillies and mares that's interesting winning mm. verse three dollars seventy invincible caviar uh, five dollars senegalia five fifty Vivian, God bless her, nine dollars fifty. Nicolite, thirteen dollars, and Bright Diamond, fourteen dollars. Uh, yeah, I like this race because I think there's a, a big hole at the top of the market. And I think it's not a big hole, but I think Winning Verse doesn't deserve to be favourite. It's got a big number at Caulfield at this track and trip. I think it's living off that a bit, and um, that's why it's that short. I think, but that that's a pretty big peak for it, and um, yeah, that's the only really reason I thought the it could possibly be favourite other than Shin being on it's a, and it's a leader which is obviously pretty good but um, but yeah I, I just couldn't get it as short as what the market has it um, and yeah and, uh, the, the day it won at Caulfield it was a it was a leader's bias that day and um, sort of benefited from a not a soft lead but it wasn't like hugely pressured so um it won pretty well there, but I'm just yeah happy to be against it. Senegali is a horse I want to I want to be with in this race. It gets Pin on, who's my favourite jockey to back at the moment. Um, it's had a, sort of had a weird preparation, like it it started off at a thousand meters. I don't think it's a thousand meter horse, but it got to eleven hundred meters and it, and it really um, peaked second up. I think it's a eleven hundred meter horse. They they tried to get it back to eleven. I tried to get it back to a thousand meters at Sandown. They went then they went nine five five, and it just hasn't worked. And they went up against Verenskova. Um and yeah, it's, it's sort of been it's been a weird preparation. I think it's just best at eleven hundred meters, um, and it gets that here. I, I, I sort of I could see how people might think it's a, just a Flemington horse, but um, but I think I think I get a nice enough map here with Shin, uh, Pin on and. Um, I think if it runs it runs to its its peak, it's very hard to beat here. Um, Invincible Caviar is a Invincible Caviar is a nice horse. Um, it's run off its feet 
feet first up at a thousand meters. I think uh, fast run 1100 meters with lots of pressure around might not to a beat to its suiting. Um, Heffalon, and I don't think Caulfield are really suited either. I think it's probably suited to a, a bigger track Next so it can start, get into. 1200. A, yeah, yeah, like, a, like at Flemington or, or or something. I just don't think it's suited to a, a smaller sort of tighter track. I just think it, li- it likes to get into a rhythm. Um, and that's where you'll see the best of Invincible Caviar. Vivian, I'm dropping up. Oh, it's had heaps of issues. Like, it's mm. um, it's only been able to get... They've only been able to get one one run into it, pretty much. So, um, yeah, like... There was, like, through 2021 and 2022, it was, it was 57 days off, 69, 97, 105. Like, it... And that was in consecutive races, so... Yeah, it's, it's, it's obviously got, got on issues. the board here that would have it just about favourite. Going back a long way, but yeah, but that's in 2021, so yeah, it's about a year, two years ago now. Um, but yeah, I sort of thought um, Senegalia deserved to be favourite, and I wasn't quite sure why it wasn't. Vivian, Vivian can can run a big race, um, but also I just I just think it it's a thousand meters only, so yeah, happy to be be against my favourite horse. It is worth noting for first-time podcast listeners, um, it is at the 1,200-metre shoot out of Caulfield. That's 1,200, 1,100, 1,000 metres. It is only one turn, so being wide on the course in these sprint races is often not a disadvantage at all. All right, only one more race that we want to preview. Apologies if you can hear a bit of a party going on in the background because uh, there is a, they're all celebrating your birthday, Bot. Who's that? Reds. Mum's on the Reds, Dad's on the, the JD and Coke. Is that is that my house? Are they being loud? I can't hear them. No, my house. <laughs> oh, right. Thursday night footy at the Kaluzis. All right. Race 8, 2,000 Carlton's metres. Carlton's not playing. Yeah, that's probably why they're celebrating. You've got a Sam K multi on or something. <laughs> uh, Normandy Bridge, $2.70. Deep Strike, $4.80. Milford, six fifty. Not usual, glorious. Uh, the last start country cup winner nine dollars fifty, Cherry Tour Tony ten dollars, Flash Feeling ten dollars, Independent Road seventeen dollars. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I, um, I liked Milford here. It's it's form at Caulfield is just completely separate to anywhere else. They've gone Patrick Maloney, Patrick Maloney, um, completely sent out the back of the field, and now gets Blake Shin on from Barrier One. There'll be a heaps of intent versus some horses that I think have benefited from uh, racing at Sandown on on Saturdays. Normandy Bridge and and um, Deep Strike, those two. Um, Normandy Bridge is obviously a, a horse that gets back and doesn't have the tactical speed early. So being on a bigger track, it's it's able to I don't know get into the race better, I guess. And and so is so is Deep Strike. So um, yeah, I just sort of thought they're being priced off their form at Sandown and they're not at Sandown anymore so um, I thought Milford uh, up to his right, right trip and at his, at his best track like he's won some pretty good races here he's won I think he's won a group three I think he won an Easter Cup actually um, I think he's won two is yeah, yeah I think he might have yeah he's three wins from four starts track and trip here yeah, yeah, yeah he's best at Caulfield clearly and, he, and his best a- numbers sorry yeah, this is a dirty setup job. This is I was yeah. I was coming on here and I had one I had one real confident tip for the day 
and I was like, it's in the last Milford. Eleven dollars would have been a lot nicer than six dollars fifty. They'll yeah, keep back anyway, I reckon. Yeah, I would but yeah, surprised. I'm with you. Second last for those ones. Dirty. Second, dirty, yeah, second last. Dirty setup job here. Well, I guess I guess the only little query is if they do get a little bit more rain and it pushes into well, that sixth range. He's, he's some of his better yeah. performances have come on bone dry, and yeah. um, the thing with these he's been these pretty new, good last two. Yeah, exactly. But the thing with some of these new tracks is a lot of the time people think, oh, fresh ground, they they're going to hold up awesome. But sometimes because the grass is still immature and it hasn't had the the chance to really strengthen together yet it actually can cut up faster than say a, a season track has so that is just something to consider that's why they're waiting so long for the inside track yeah because the roots just the aren't, third, they're too immature yeah, they said it they said today it's the third the third track in the last 50 years that's fresh hmm. packing them i don't know which one the other one would have been maybe Flemington got redone some time ago, but yeah. Like When's proper, the new track pro- opening? Proper new build. Nah, not until like late next year. And the lights aren't going to be there until the valley shuts. Because that's what Josh Blanksby said. To, yeah, oh. so in the 2025. Yeah. Josh Blanksby said today that um, by the sounds of it, it sounds like they'll take over the the Bravo night racing. night racing once the valley shuts. Yeah, right. So awesome. But Can't yeah, wait I to agree. get on the Caulfield inner track. Sounds great to me. It's better on anything that gets the lead. I'm just happy to be back at Caulfield to be honest. Me too. I kinda missed it. Got sick of betting at Sandon every week. Might be a conflict of it, interest. But... Might be a conflict of interest because Flemington's the best track in the world and Mooney Valley well, we're Mooney Valley lovers on this podcast, but I love, I love Caulfield. Oh, well, there's a few Mooney Valley people that are listening to this, so yes, we are. Be, be, careful, <laughs> be careful what you say here. Caulfield's is good. I just, it's just, I feel like it's just, just you're close to everything. You just, I feel like you're there. Like at Flemington, it's so big, and you feel like you're just walking all day to get to different parts of the track to do things and oh yeah. I, I was at Flemington about- the other day and um like they, they closed like half the, the doors and it took me like it was like trying to navigate the joint was fucking impossible like yeah. I don't know anyway I was, <clears throat> I was it was frustrating I just had to say that experience of the races aside Caulfield's been my number one track since I started yeah. betting in terms of profit on turnover I would say Caulfield number one probably Sandown two Flemington three and then Mooney Valley probably four in terms of the metros yeah, on to, well, on to say Flemington three, like it's such a great track, but big fields. There is so many rough results too. Yeah, it's just it's just it's just the fact you like there's such massive fields there, and you're betting over the carnival, and it, it's just difficult racing and competitive racing a lot of the time. I don't think it's anything else. Mm. Right, is that uh, Caulfield wrapped up, Paul? Uh, well, m- m- race one, um, I haven't done it properly but I think um Spring Eagle for Gavin Bedgegood. Um I think it's a, a much better horse than what the the bear form sort of says. Um the I really like the sectionals. Um if it was a more strongly run race I would have thought it would have won by a lot further. 
Um, so you can find those sorts of horses sometimes um, looking at the sectionals. The last 200 metres was really, really nice. I think Gavin Bedrigal has got a nice horse on his hands and so does Peter Moody, I think, with Ginger and Pink, um, who was given a pretty sore back by Jamie Carr on its debut. Um, but at oh, the same yes, time, I don't... I remember that, right. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think I... I'd love a thousand meters for it though, but um, and I might get snicked again. So, uh, maybe maybe I'll just have something small on Spring Eagle, but I haven't done the race properly. But Mantua as well sort of interests me. He's a um, fast net rock who was good on debut, and it's related to something good. I can't remember what it was. I'll think of it eventually, but it's related to a good horse. Uh, anyway, that's right. We'll move on. About. Uh, posting anything on Twitter? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Sure. If you're having a betting race on, on uh, at Corfu, you've got to post something on Twitter. The punters need clarity after that okay. little spiel. Okay. Um, oh, the um, the mum the, the mum was a um, three-time Group 1 winner. That's what it was in New Zealand. Sweet. So she was a Group mm. 3 winner. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hopefully uh, there's a couple of boys listening nice and late here uh, on a Thursday night because we are going to take a quick look at the Ascot Gold Cup. It is running in three hours. Cold Train is the $4 favourite from Elder of $4.60. Courage Monarmy is $6.50. Emily Dickinson, uh, $8.50. Subjectivus, $9.00. Your Beer, $10.00. Echoes and Rain, $14.00. Uh, True Shan, $15.00. He's been a good stayer over the time. And Broom also is familiar face, $16.00. But Ascot Gold Cup, 4,400, sorry, 4,014 metres. One of the most prestigious races, obviously, on the on the Royal Ascot program. What are your thoughts on this one? Um, oh my, well, my prices have sort of messed up somehow. But, um, but yeah, I liked this race. This is probably not the greatest horses, but it's it's the Royal Ascots. It's like, it's right, it's like, the Royal Ascot's Melbourne Cup, I guess. Like, it's a big staying race. It's got so much history and tradition. They've had so many good horses over the years. Not not so much anymore, as, you know, everyone sort of wants the speed oh, horses. But what a horse. Yeah, he wasn't... He Straight. wasn't... Like, Subjectivist was a, a better winner of the... I know it's probably controversial, but it is factual. On the Schmadings. On the Schmadings. Um... And he he's racing here. He's coming off a long layoff, but it, he sort of raced himself into form. I think he's a nice enough horse. Um, he ran 130 to win his his um, Ascot Gold Cup. Um, hold on, let me just get this up. Uh, Trushan as well, who kind of interests me as well. They're on good to firm ground, but I think that's for him. I think it's been sort of overplayed. Um, he's had two runs this this season and. Like he's heavily disappointed, um, but they've both been. Or the first up, he carried like, like seventy kilos, and the second one was run at like the slowest speed you'll ever see in your life. So, um, he he was beaten pretty comfortably there, but um, I think he he might be an improver up to four thousand meters in a in a much strongly strongly run race. Um, subjectivist can in, can improve, I think racing himself back into form um, he's been there and done that he ran 130 in the Ascot Gold Cup two years ago 
Uh, Coltrane, who's a sort of the box, the box t- ticking horse. Um, he's like he he sta- you, you know he's going to stay. He's he's sort of set for this race for the entire year. But he's he's a one twenty horse, and he's probably not much more than that. Um, like there's other horses in here that have that maybe aren't as as like you don't hundred percent know they're going to run the trip, and there's you can't sort of tick a heap of boxes with them, but. But they've got much more of a, a ceiling than what he might have. Um, like a horse like your beer who's been racing over 2,400 metres, but he settles so well. It'd be probably, I don't know, you'd be stupid to suggest that he, he's none at running 4,000 metres. And if he runs to his form over over 4,000 metres, then... then um, like he, he, he wins. Why? He's a, he, he ran 125 and, and 126 at the... He's been my uncatchable good off horse. Yeah, he is a bit uncatchable, but that that's mainly because of how they ride him. Like they've they haven't given him any, any He'll improve off last start. He was a bit ring rusty last start, but Yeah, uh, I, I think he's a nice horse. Um the the um the Kiprios of this year is very ov- obviously Courage Monami, who was probably one of the best maiden wins you'll ever see at Kempton on the all weather. Um just like complete like it, he he gave the the horse in the lead about probably like fifteen lengths and ended up winning by about five. Went to Newcastle and just pissed in again. They went to Goodwood in a really really slowly run race and he and he put he put almost three lengths on him there and he's he's got a real turn of foot. He's by Frankel out of um, uh, Crimson Ribbon um, and there's the the St Ledger winner of last year Aldar Aldoov who I think should be favourite. Um. Yeah, this, this, I think this horse will, will stay. He's the St. Ledger winner of last year, and I think he's got a much bigger sort of um, ceiling than the horse like Coltrane does. So, if I was going to have a bet, I'd probably back. Well, I, I will have a bet. I'll back Aldar Alderov. I probably might have something small on Trushan and and Subjectivist, depending on prices. But um, I, I really wanted to back um, Courage one of me, but. Like it's six dollars, or shorter, like six fifty now. I think that's just, I kind of think it's ridiculous. Like he, he's like it's obvious. Like improving sort of um, sectionals, lightly raced, um, John and Thady Gosden, Frankie Dettori horse, but he's just well short, and you you couldn't back him at that price. Like I thought I was going to be so smart. The Dettori factor. And, yeah, and maybe, but I also think. Like the sectionals nerds have caught on to him. Like he's obviously very good. Three um, from three. Yeah. Well, you caught yeah, him the Kiprios of this year. What price would Kiprios be? He's obviously, FYI, he's last year's winner, and he was a stayer of the year last year, and he's out injured yeah, he, at the moment. He won a race in France by about twenty lengths. He he's he's yeah, going sideways. Yeah, he, he's he's a better horse than Stradivarius. Um, he he would have won this by as far as you. As far as far as he wanted to, pretty much. So, um, yeah, like the whole the whole Col- Coltrane's a sort of horse I think is well short, but you wouldn't want to lay him either because there's just enough. There's there's a couple horses here that I think got better horses, but there's just um, they've got like obvious and significant queries. But but if you're happy to bet against those, then you can have a real sort of opinion. I think even a horse yeah. like Broom is he's improved drastically this this preparation up to getting up to 3200 meters um so yeah it's it's wide open but i think i think the favorite should be aldar aldarov and um subjectivist 
can improve as well and you'd be I don't know there's so many different angles it's a really really good race yep Benny's multi you can start with it tonight race three Al Asifa the the Frankel filly she should just be winning again she's actually getting out to a pretty decent price out to a dollar yeah well I don't know I think she's obviously very good and she the sectionals were awesome but there's a couple horses in here that look pretty handy like Blue Stocking um, who's out of a really good mare um, by Camelot and the sectionals there were were very good too um, there's a horse by Sea Siren in here uh, what's it called uh, Warm Heart reading schmeeding mate no one cares Galileo out of you know Sea Siren do you know her mm. she won a she won a um, she does, she's an Australian horse she won a, I think she won the Manicata or something like that it's the pink and blue colours Oh anyway, yeah, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon she, no, yeah, about yeah. She, she won the um, I think she won the Stradbroke or something, or the no, the Durban Ten Thousand. She anyway, she's a multiple Group One winner in Australia, um, and obviously she's had a pretty handy um, filly. So Ryan Moore rides and 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 the sectionals late there were pretty good for her too. So um, I don't think it's a a sit and steer job for. Alicefa, but she's obviously very talented and she's she's well bred too, so um Yeah. Well let's hope yeah. it's a fucking sit and steer job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's hope. Um so you can take that and you take you take it into tomorrow, race four the coronation, Tayira, the Dermot Wild horse looks extremely hard to beat, has been very impressive a couple of times and then on Saturday night, uh Hookham has accepted for the Hardwick stakes. We obviously saw him beat Desert Crown last start. They cleared away from third. Uh, I'm not sure what the time form rating was, but you might be able to touch on that. But very For impressive. For what race? Win. For what race? Um, the Hookham versus Desert Crown race last start. Oh, he ran like 120, 128 or something, I think. Yeah. Uh, well, he's not up against any anything of Desert Crown's nature here. And I think he's pretty backable around the $2.50 to $3 sort of range. Um, the train is a little bit conscious about really firm footing with him hopefully it's just a myth and he can just go and win again because I reckon he's close to one of the best horses going around what race is it uh, Saturday night the Hardwick Stakes okay it's on Saturday night I don't think um, what race number do you know nah the card isn't actually out yet Um, oh is it there is a horse in that race of um Dovehill Legend? No. Charlie Fellows has got it, I think. Free Wind, Pole Driver. It's about... Oh, it's, a, it's big odds, but there's talk... Um, there's talks that he's going to bring it for a Melbourne Cup. All oh, right. Keep going down. Keep reading them. Changing of the Guard. Ard, uh, Ardican, West Wind Blows, Grand Alliance. Grand Alliance, that's it. Yeah, okay. He wants to bring it. He said he'd never. He didn't think he'd find another horse to bring for a Melbourne Cup after Prince of Aaron, and he thinks he can bring this horse. Yeah, right. I think he's um, about eighty-one, eighty-one dollars with the Blue Cafe. Well, I think we've got a new Melbourne Cup favourite after last night. Well, Vauban. Vauban, uh, yeah. Oh, Any two nights ago. Yeah, yeah. Two nights. Oh, I don't think so. But um, yeah, he was obviously very good. But you know he did beat. He's a hurdler. Yeah, he, yeah. But Crazy. but he but but that 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 owner and and um, Willie Mullins have have brought. Willie Mullins, he's a massive he's a massive jump strainer. 
Yeah, yeah, but he he's Willie Mullins is like the, Yeah, Willie Mullins is like the Eric Musgrove, but good. <laughs> but good. No, like his his numbers. He he's he's the biggest jumps trainer over there. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. From yeah, what he's... I can gather. Yeah, but they're no, good. He's... They're not camels like muzzies. <laughs> so you're telling I've, me uh, the, the band Black versus Book... Circle the Sun? Oh. In a couple. <laughs> I've black booked the band. I'm going to back him in when he's when he goes jumping. Ben, yeah. What are, what are you going to do if Pile Driver accepts to the? Is he going to the Hardwick? Um, and he's got a toxic relationship with Pile Driver. With Pile Driver, you reckon? He won the the King George. Yeah, I think he has accepted. He's always been one of yours, from memory, Pile Driver. No, Me. I backed against him a couple. Of, like, I've been with him once or no. twice, but he... Oh, yeah, you bought... Yeah, after having your first <laughs> weekend of betting uh, out of Victoria. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's one of yours, bot for sure. Nah, so Pole Driver ran against uh, Glory Vars in, in, a, in a Hong Kong Vars one day, and they were pretty much equal favourites, and I was, I was with the Jap that day, so I reckon I backed it once out of that. No, so hopefully all the horses all the horses should be running scared of the Melbourne Cup winner anyway just got to get on that plane from Japan the one we've got odds on Silver Sonic. Sonic what is it? oh Silver, Silver Sonic, Sonic the horse that uh, Damien Lane's been chatting up will be riding it in the Cup for sure I'm going to look him up his numbers um, well, $51 has gone bot so you can have a piece of a yeah I'm on I'm on I'm on I'm on $51 oh you're on yeah, I took Benny's advice. <laughs> we've we've oh, got him look now, Benny. He's betting internationally, <laughs> futures. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> Soon you'll have your sports bet account hacked and uh, that'll be it. <laughs> just wait till we're out one night at Electric Bot and you're just firing up the computer. <laughs> Ratings, plays, perfect. <laughs> we've got to touch on the Jubilee, the Queen Jubilee. Artorius is currently the $4 favourite in front of Wellington $6 Highfield Princess $7 on the back up from the King's Stand obviously second sick Sacred $9 Kinross $9 Elsa Hale $13 um, what are our thoughts around Anything. this obviously Artorius ran I want to say third in this race last year third or fourth fourth I think um, he's come up favourite here it's I don't know apparently it's not that strong a race I only know the top few I think Wellington might struggle with the Hong Kong horse. Um, I'm, I've been a massive fan of him for a while, but I just think he's on a downward spiral. Um, he's probably not the horse he was two seasons back. He got beaten by Sight Hero, who would dead set be 30 to 1 here in this race. He's $6.50 second favourite. Done off the straight and the um, up and downhill of Ascot will really suit him. Um, and I just think they've kind of missed the boat. I could be wrong there, but. In terms of Wellington, people will go Wellington as the form around Lucky Swain S. Lucky Swain S has been absolutely killing him the last few starts. So, I don't know, I'm a little bit concerned about him. Highfield Princess Bot, you reckon it's a good chance on the backup? $7 looks a decent price. Um, well, I'm just looking at Wellington. I don't know, maybe, yeah, he probably has um, half lost a yard. But two back, he ran 122, and that that's better than Artorias has ever got near. Is that? Is that? Oh, I, I just, know. I just, I just don't like the setup of down the Ascot straight for Wellington. 
I don't know what it is. I, I just would be more confident in Artorias just the fact that he's done it and he's likely to be stronger late. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, Highfield Princess regressed off its first outrun, which is disgusting because it was... How does it regress? Anyway. Um, that is disgusting. Yeah. Um, how did that get beat? Anyway. Um, uh, what was I doing? Um, who was I looking at? Oh, C- Cannonball. Is Cannonball backing up? Yeah. Oh, what? That's odd. What are they doing? Oh, well, he's over there. Yeah. Well, still, what's the point of that? He's probably gonna fall. He's probably gonna fall out the screen again. But while well, you're there, you might as well run. Yeah. Um. Imagine that. Our... Imagine a much improved race on the four day backup after running out the back of the screen. He won't run. He won't even run 1200. It's just so the owners can get in the owners' room and eat the buffet, mate. <laughs> I don't think Karen really gives a fuck anyway. It's loose change to him <laughs> oh, after mate. Giga Giga Kick wins the Everest again. Aaron's going to pay him for his trip. Aaron's going to win another Everest. It doesn't really matter. Uh, what a world we live in. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. Highfield Princess probably should be favourite. Um, Wellington's what price? Outs. Have I marked it? Yeah, what price should it be? Oh, like five dollars? Should it be fives a field? Maybe, yeah. Well, this Kinross thing I'm looking at, um, it's first up, but it's got some nice numbers. I'm looking at out of a nice mare by Kingman. Artorius is there or thereabouts too, but he's shouldn't be favourite. He's favourite because it's Australian markets, I'd imagine. Um, he's going yeah. better than he's going better than what he was last year in my eyes I don't know about that um, he's a better that. chance in Coolangar in my opinion he's, cool he's our best type that, for that's the not, week that's not that's not post race talk like oh, I was actually a little bit concerned about Coolangar well, is, is Coolangar back she's not backing up is she no, no she's, she's not backing up, back up. Oh. Um, her Euro yeah. trip's not done yet though potentially Why? Oh, because she's going to America. No, she's going to that race at at York. The July Cup. Whatever race it is, if you if you win if you win this race, she's going to at York. Then you get a spot in the Breeders' Cup ballot exempt. Yeah right. Okay. Well, I think I think Artorias is the favourite because it's an Australian market and they want people to back him and he'll he'll start probably eight to ten dollars on the exchange, maybe bigger. Um, You reckon? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'll be having a bet then. Hmm, um, can you bet the place on the fair or just just win? Yeah, yeah, of course. No, you can bet. You can bet so someone's going to give me about three odd dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give it to me on a fucking tray. <laughs> He'll run a place. Yeah. He ran third last year and he's going better than what he was then. Mm. Yeah. I hope you're right, Bob. I hope that's not a mythical price that you've just sold me for absolute false hope. Well, it's happened all throughout the, the week. Like, the Australian horses have drifted and all the Frankie Dettori horses have... Yeah, but he's also the like... best... He's also the best chance for Australia. Artorias is. Yeah. Well, Cannonball oh, and the astrologers don't even count. 
it's a bit of a yeah they're just there because their owners want to be there and that's fine I've got nothing against that good on them if I had a horse good enough and I wanted to go halfway across the world so I could experience a race I'd probably do the same thing but um, yeah we had two logical winning chances and Cool and Gatter has arguably put in the worst performance of her life and that can happen she's a three year old filly She's never been fizzed up like that before. No. She played up like an unraced two-year-old, two-year-old colt. Mm. She nearly threw J-Mac off in the barriers. Yeah, I saw that. She reared three times. Yeah, she had a shocker. She's never done that. And just the weights as well. Like Three-year-old filly's got to carry 59 kilos over there. And Cannonball had to carry 60 and a half. They're treated as fully matured horses... Um, and they're just not well in the weights. They're treated as four-year-olds, and their weight for age scale is higher than ours. She would carry only 56.5 kilos, and the boy's 58.5 kilos here. So it's it's a massive jump up, given she carried 50 in a Moya when she won and 53.5 in a Lightning and won. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like Artorius was poorly weighted last year because he was weighted as a four-year-old, where this year he is a four-year-old, and he has the same weight. So. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a horse yeah, like Art Power, a bit big. Oh yeah, it's 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 done some good stuff over the time. Um. Yeah. Just go the Aussies. Merchant Navy won in two thousand eighteen. Black Caviar yeah, won in two thousand and twelve. They're a whole lot better than two thousand and three. True. Does Wellington count as an Australian? Do we count him? I'm sure we will. No. We're going to count Golden Six as an Australian then? <laughs> well, he's Australian bred, so close enough. That's what I mean. He was a Gold Coast Magic Marines. All right, well, waffling now. Anything yeah. else? Well and truly uh, waffling. The best bet of the weekend's on Sunday, the double anyway. Yes, we will get touch on that in a sec. I reckon in the Group 1, we haven't even touched on the Group 1, but I think Oprah Ridge can get back to the winner's list. She was cast mm. off the track the whole way last start I thought she was still pretty good draws barrier 5 now is going to get the peach run Ruthless Dame is obviously the main danger drawn out in 18 that's just not ideal Foxy Freda is absolutely flying she's drawn out in 19 I think Oval Ridge can make amends um, Eagle Farm 1400 metres bone dry track she'll probably be my only bat at Eagle Farm I think she's pretty good I have one for ruthless. Us outside of the Tatsiara. What about Ruthless Dame? She's pretty Go good. You weren't listening to me. She's cast from the barrier, in my opinion. Oh yeah, true. But yeah, she her she's probably the highest rated. Yeah, she is. I will right. tell you what. Opal Ridge, I've got a, I've got an opinion in this race and I've got one other bet at Eagle Farm. I'll tell you what. Old Opal Ridge. She'll want to hope my girl, ex-girlfriend, Shalo, is locked up with nowhere to go. Because yeah, if she gets a gap at the top of the straight, she will hear footsteps. <laughs> because Shalo will be thundering home. A perfect draw for Benny Thompson. They're freshened her since the Kingsford Smith, where she ran oh, pretty well. Um... <laughs> only beaten just under two lengths by think about it that is very good form and converging co so yeah I'll be having 
a few shekels each way Shalo. You can have Opal Ridge. I reckon last start will have gassed it, even though they they didn't go super, super hard. Gassed it. You can't You're just... talking about your horse is going to be the one gassed. First up specialist, Shalo. Regret Why is she going to be gassed? She's out of freshen. How long of a freshen? 27th to the 5th she ran, so what's that? May. Mm, She's month. off a month? Mm, maybe. She didn't really... It was a bit of a just a tick over. Yeah, For her fair. first up, she didn't see a whole lot of daylight. Fair, She'll fair. be fine. Alright, anything else Saturday before we go on to Sunday? There's a couple of jumps races, and we've also got... I'll just give the, the Takarazuka Kinnan a little quick plug. It's one of Japan's biggest group one races, and it's a fan-voted race, so obviously the fans get to choose who they want in the race. That's what the All-Star Mile has actually been modelled on. Yeah, Japan's All-Star Mile. Um, but the, the difference is they got two and a half million votes um, comparing that to <laughs> yeah, Australia. Where that is ridiculous. Two and a half million. That is, that is crazy. Um, 216,000 was... Um, I don't know what they got in the All-Star Mile, but it, it was six figures only. If Back. that. <laughs> it would have been a few hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. So it's six Four, figures. Four, five hundred thousand maybe? I don't know exactly, but I'd have to I'd have to look that up. But it's it's a... Ugh, it's a different it's a world of nation. So yeah, two and a half million. And put this in perspective, they got two and a half million votes. And the best horse in the world, obviously right now, is Equinox or Equinox. He only got two hundred sixteen thousand votes, and that's a that's a record. So you think about there's still two, two point three million other votes that these Japanese horse racers lovers are just like voting for their favorite horse or a horse they own. Millions of them. So that just puts it into perspective that they've got to be the number one horse racing country in the world at the moment. Um, probably has been for a while but yeah that's the story about the Takarazuka Kinnan um, the winner will we've done a bit of a, a deal with him it's been a relationship that's gone on for a while um, we obviously got Lee Grishur out of the 2019 version when she won but it is a win in your in race to the Cox Plate are we going to get Equinox most likely not but um, <laughs> I hope yeah, so it, it's, <laughs> it's a win in your in race to the Cox Plate if we get Equinox then uh, retire me that'll be my job down at Rooney Valley <laughs> so yeah he'll win he's a dollar 50 they'll build Justin. you a statue at Mini Valley <laughs> Justin Palace is like the only danger he's the only other one in single figures he was pretty good last start but Equinox is different gravy 2200 metres it suits him more than Justin Palace who won over 3200 metres I want to say last start um, and yeah he should just be winning doesn't matter if he leads or comes from behind chuck him in all your multis Nico jumps mail Yep, well, Equinox all up. Custard and King in the two rivers. Elva Sun. <laughs> the chant. The Custard and Chant. So you carry what weight at? last start? And how much has he got to carry this time? Well, see, riding high, God bless his cotton socks is in the race. So we've only got 72. No jockey booked yet. Kuru hasn't been booked, so he'll be booked. Sure, it'll either be Kuru or Campbell might claim three off. That'll be some masterclass from Simon Wild if that happens. Oh, 
<laughs> is it not a is it not a feature race? You can't climb. Um, I'll have to double check that because mm. I don't know if it classifies as a feature. You may be right, but um, yeah. Even if he's got to carry seventy two, I'm not really. Quick lay bin. We discussed it last week. The fact that they don't show the the apprentice. Oh. The this apprentice is, claim from jumps racing. What is what is, what is the go there? They, I've never I've never seen it. I think I've they show never it on sometimes, but like when you look in the form guide on like a betting app, it doesn't say in brackets three kilos, two kilos, Campbell or Willa. And they don't tell you anywhere that how many winners um, per yeah. per claim, like per um, allowance they get in the claim. So Campbell's nearly going to lose his three kilo claim to go to one and a half shortly after ten wins. Yeah, so he's still probably got two winners or so. He hasn't been a winner in a while. Mm. But anyway, yeah, life's getting pretty tough at uh, jumping with Nico at the moment. Just yeah, no, no Professor Pateman lacking some good horses, but we should be right for next Sunday hopefully big day, big meeting at the Bull which we may be attending Benny we'll have that chat um, but yeah driving no, a Warner Bull possibly oh again you can drive yeah, well, longest it's drive se- it's the second I biggest head. well I can drive <laughs> um, it's I'm the second coming. biggest meeting hey I'm not coming <laughs> you can come if you want I don't want to come. I'm not driving three hours. Just to watch well, you wouldn't. Fuck, you wouldn't be driving anyway, mate. <laughs> I know. I'd happily let you drive if you could. <laughs> you wouldn't want that. Um, Push you into a tree. <laughs> you could wrap you around a tree. <laughs> if it's a strip out, we want you anyway on the way. <laughs> um, but on a side note, some good horses did trial um, on Tuesday. We saw. The return of Rockstar Ronnie, Stern Idol, um, and some other good progressive horses who are about to take to the caper. The Irish Butterflies, uh, second division, um, Sing for Peace, a few other um, horses who are going jumping shortly, Cadre de Noir, a few of those progressive types. Um, but most importantly, one of my favourite jumpers, Will John, was back at the trials. So hopefully, um, he is not too far away from being back over the upper numbers. Um, FYI, um, Vauban ran 119 with a plus to win um, on the first day. So that is well and truly um, like down in the weights. For a, I don't know what I don't know what weight he'd get as a jumper. I don't know how you'd figure that out, but um, if he gets fifty three or fifty four in a Melbourne Cup, might be pretty hard to beat. Hmm. Very interesting. Let me, know, let me try. How light can Frankie ride? Oh, imagine yeah, that. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, imagine well, that. How 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 light can can he ride? Can he ride that? Yeah, he can ride fifty four. Oh, that's. If they're not, if that's not on every front page of the newspaper over there, he didn't write him on the first day. Who who was it? Uh, Ryan Moore wrote him. Ryan Moore wrote him. 
But um, he yeah. So oh, you f- you wouldn't like you wouldn't if you're if you're a pommy. You, it's a fairy tale. Frankie's the it's the racer to looted him. It's the racer to looted him. Ryan Moore probably. First. Can can Ryan first. Moore ride that light? Don't worry about Ryan Moore. He's been the yeah, best jockey can. in the world for twenty years or ten years, but second <laughs> don't worry best about yeah, so so Max Dynamite, who's like a very good sort of comparison to it, owned by the same owner and trained by the same trainer. He ran 117 in his lead-up and he ran 120 in the Melbourne Cup. So uh, in his in um, in his lead-up, if he was going to come in the Melbourne Cup, he's gone better and with a plus next to it. So if he runs 122, then um, it was a weak Melbourne Cup, to be fair. I think it was 2016. No, 2015 it was behind um, uh, Heart of, no, not Heart of Poissons Prince of Penzance um, Prince of Penzance Michelle Payne's horse um, so a pretty up Heart of Poissons yeah um, no Heart of Poissons <laughs> uh, yeah so that, maybe that's interesting I don't know I don't know what's going to be in the Melbourne Cup this year but I, I doubt it would be a strong Melbourne Cup so um, that would be huge well there you go Crystal Ball you've heard it here first we've We've started that. Yeah, hundred percent. We have. All right. Oh, and I've well, I've been waiting on this waffling, for the last waffling. couple of weeks. What do you got for us? My last crystal ball. <laughs> so I've got an unpopular oh, yeah. opinion here. What is it? Go on. Um, Amelia's jewel won't run in the Golden Eagle. She'll run in the Cox Plate. <laughs> if I like it. If she wins the race at the Valley, I think that's the stock stakes. From the those, the stock stakes, yeah, because she's going the let's elope into yeah. the stock. If she wins the stock, she'll go to the Cox Plate. I reckon that's like a race day Mooney Valley barrier trial. Oh, it is. Then she'll it go is, to the two rack, and then she'll go to the Cox Plate. I reckon, like you know, honestly, a lot of people do just assume that she's going to the Golden Eagle. Don't just. That's gen- I think. Th- I think it's a genuine possibility. If she gets around the Valley in the stock, albeit against far less opposition I think she will go to the Cox Plate it's the reason she's going to the stock basically to see if she handles it um, but yeah I guess mm. obviously the Golden Eagle's worth more and she only gets one crack at it but potentially she's going to be running in the, into Giga Kick there um, Cox Plate could like if the internationals don't actually come there's every chance she could be facing weaker horses in a Cox Plate and the Cox Plate is better for her breeding if she was actually able to win it well, she doesn't need an extra ten million anyway. Walshy, Walshy wants to go million. to. Um, sorry, is it Walshy or Simon Miller wants? I think it's Simon. Simon's a, Simon wants a cox plate. He wants a cox plate. Yeah. All right. But, Bit to conjure up there. I hope. I hope she comes to the cox plate, but probably couldn't blame her if she went to the Golden Eagle. Either. Yeah, no, not at all. There's going to be a cox plate waiting there. For, for to run in next year there's not going to be and there could be more either. announcements coming from our good mate PVL oh just, if, just, if, just if there's not if there's not under the under the under the table slings mm. oh, happening not just I'll that there's shocked. actually Ramwick Ramwick race day on Cox Plate day I don't think is a feat I think it's like a pretty blank day there's there's going to be something happening on that day for sure just mm. wait and see these next couple of weeks there's going to be an announcement um, alright back lay Pray. I know we don't have much punters, so we haven't done a whole lot of form. It's been a bit of a jumble, but that's that's uh, winter racing for you. Bot's done it for you. 
You go first, yeah. Will. Uh, best bet, I guess, is Hazel Baby. Um, I don't really have a lay. Um, oh, maybe... Nah. Um, I don't know. I don't really... I sort of thought Katsu was well short at the price it opened. It opened like 240 or so. Um, I thought that was short enough for it. Um, but I guess if it, if it gets backed in, then, then maybe... Laying Katsu could be the delay. Um, and the best each way sort of horse I thought might have been uh, Shack Attack in race number five. Sweet as. Mm. Nico, you've got anything? Yeah. Um, I think the best bet at Caulfield is Milford. Yep. The best lay is winning verse. And then we'll head back up to Eagle Farm where I've got another best bet in race five. Osmos. Barry 14, Timmy Clark is going to roll straight to the front. Unlucky last start. Should have gone very close to beating Foxy Frieder and Co. Um, yeah. I think this mare is pretty good and she's up against some sort of limited opposition. So... Um, Fourth up, rock hard fit, gay bot, straight to the front. I don't think they'll catch it. And the best value of the day for me comes up in the Tats TR. My girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, Shalo. Yep, She's a silly definitely. price. I think, at $10. Right. I don't have an H way or a lay, but just take my best bet in the Hardwick Stakes. $2.75 you can get on bet365 for Hook'em. I think he's a very, very good horse, so he can be winning on Saturday night. We've just got a couple of questions to close out the podcast, as always. Gary Chalmers says, are you going to crack us a small bot? <laughs> Thank you. They, they're so few much. and far between for the robot. Smiles, that That's is. That's not true. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Stu has a couple, as always. Happy birthday, oh. you spunky little robot. Who's <laughs> better looking? Answer carefully. Me or Benny? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why are you asking I'll, me that? I'll kick you off this fucking podcast, mate. <laughs> <laughs> are you coming to the Everest with the boys this year? And should we bring Rainy? <laughs> Is Everest a chance? Fuck <laughs> 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 Maybe we just ignore the second part of that question. <laughs> don't answer the second part. Any chance of coming to Sydney this year, mate? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. No idea. Probably and not. Ryan said he was too tired to answer que- ask questions, but he's ended up asking three. This is going to be interesting. But what horse do you hope your missus buys for your birthday? It has to be currently running. If your missus um, could buy you one horse, what would it be? Um, some legless waller thing that he thinks he could fix if it was ridden with intent. <laughs> Anima. Because I get Anima. lots of money. Currently yeah. racing. There you go. Oh, fuck. Um, that's Jesus. a proper mare from you, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> um, just so I don't know. Um, I know what horse, but I know Who's what your favorite horse. horse? Uh, I don't know. Some pretentious. I like thing. Allegron. Allegron's one of my favorite horses. What's that um, fucking my Eustace thing? Allegron. Oh no! Unusual culture. Mrs. Chrissy. Oh, Mrs. Chrissy. <laughs> no. Fuck Mrs. Yeah. Chrissy. He that loves horse, that man. horse. That's. 
You can Mrs. feed the carrots in your backyard, bot. This is bot. Better watch out because this is uh this is bot. Mrs. Chrissy. This is bot Sido for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back to Mrs. Chrissy's last four starts and like. No, pretty I'm convinced. I'm convinced you love Mrs. Chrissy more than Mrs. Bot. <laughs> No convinced comment. no comment we're buying, <laughs> we're buying Allegron and we're sending him to the bull he will be one of the greatest jumpers Australia's ever seen mm. oh, yeah well not wrong alright Nick how much money do you, have you spent on Libby Hotwood's OnlyFans page <laughs> <laughs> if you have subscribed to that <laughs> you're a desperate we, desperate man we will never ever ever talk again <laughs> I think the catchphrase is tips and tits. How good. <laughs> How good. Can she back a winner? Because she's got a head like a bastard. Oh, I don't know. don't know. They probably run accordingly. Well, um, who was it? who's throwing her a bone? Swift bet? Oh. She's been doing some promotion for them. Yeah, yeah. Whatever gets some clicks, eh? Um, mm. And the last question is to myself. He's giving us a question each, the great man. Ben... Who do you rate more as a form analyst, Nick Noonan or Trav Noonan? Oh, controversial. Um, Who's this from? This is from Ryan Deeth. Oh. I don't know. The, the good thing about the uh, the Noonan boys is they're both... Yes, I'm going to fucking sit on the fence here if you haven't told. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're, they're both good at different things. Like obviously, Trav, um, he's obviously a race caller, but... Some of his stuff during the week and on Patreon is awesome. And then Nico will give you the, the clarity in the mounting yard, uh, obviously, on the day. So it, it's really good when, when, when Trav or Nico tipping one during the week and then you get to the day and you get the mounting yard now mail from Nico um, and you get the double tick of approval, then, then you really have a good bet because um, yeah, you obviously get the, the two ticks there. But no, it's good. I like listening to their, them both. They've got a, they've got a good array of backing horses at lots of different odds which I like um, it's not always favourites and it's not always roughies it's it's a good mix of both so uh, I think I think you need that to be a good punter alright they do just they're just a good team yeah oh, 100%. they both bring good stuff to the table well, they're not afraid to, not afraid to call each other out so that always makes for good podcasting yeah. <laughs> don't be boring like Bob <laughs> Oh, let's wrap up there. Bit of dribble tonight, punters, but uh, that's right. Winter racing, just follow bot in. Um, and yeah, hopefully we can back a few winners. Go the Ashes, go the Aussies. They won first test of the Ashes. Um, and hopefully we can win another group one on Saturday. Let's wrap it up there. See you next Thursday night, punters. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.